0: With the looming threat of Medicare and Medicaid payment cuts to physicians, fees from other sources become even more important to a physician's practice. The healthcare industry has traditionally had little consequences for patients who pay late or fail to cover uncollectible insurance balances. But times are changing. How can we retrain our patients to pay us on time? Welcome to the Business of Medicine on ReachMDXM157. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Paul Donadio. Paul's the District Sales Manager for Green Flag Profit Recovery by Transworld Systems. Transworld Systems has extensive experience in the healthcare industry as a preferred administrative partner with the MGMA and was recently peer-reviewed by the HFMA. Paul Donadio, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dr. Kaskill. Well... It seems that self-pay is the fastest-growing segment in America, is that true? Correct. What do you think is going to be the fallout, the impact on doctors?
1: Well, they need to stay on top of their receivables because with escalating insurance costs for providers as well as their bills, they need to stay on top of that self-pay. The self-pay is one of the fastest growing problems with medical practice right now. And again, that has a lot to do with the uninsured population of America, which is in 2006 was approximately 47 million people.
0: That's not good news for doctors because, as you know, historically, patients pay the doctor last
1: to 20. They run around 17 on the pay scale.
0: Who's behind us?
1: Veterinary clinics uh, get paid after doctors.
0: Well, I see this as a crisis in healthcare looming because we're getting cut by Medicare. Well, we don't know, but they scare us every year with that. And if everything's shifting over to the patient, we're going to have a lot of that money not coming in the door. What can a practice do to avoid not getting paid?
1: One of the most important practices that we teach to our clients is they have to have a sound financial policy in place. Everyone in the office needs to know exactly what that is. They have to train and implement the staff on their financial policy They should have financial counselors on staff available to speak with their patients at any given time, and they should consider credit options available to self-pay patients as well. And it has to be a habit and a routine that they have to prompt bad debt adjustments and collection adjustments as well. Again, everyone needs to have the knowledge of what is expected. Every time a patient walks through that door, they have to know what their responsibility is, and that comes with educating them. Of what the particular practice is expected to receive from the patient when they walk in the door.
0: Paul you make it sound like a business. It is. It is?
1: It is. People just think that the doctor drives around in the nice car and they have the big house and they have the money they don't need that $10 copay but when you see in thousands of patients every single day, every single week, every single month those 10, 20, 30, 40 dollar copays they add up.
0: Well they pay the salary of the people in the office. Correct and people don't realize that it is an expensive proposition to run an office and that the doctor probably sees 20% of the dollars that go into that office right end up in his pocket what kind of statistics are out there paul in terms of our likelihood of getting paid after let's say three statements have been sent out
1: sure great question Again, we're preaching to our clients, 60 days, 90 days, maybe two or possibly three statements, send it off to a third-party collection agency. After that fourth statement, the recoveries are less than 4%, which is
0: staggering. It's a small number, but it's a huge number.
1: A lot of folks don't understand. There is a considerable depreciation of your dollars if uncollected. In other words, a study by the U.S. Department of Commerce, it shows that after 90 days, if you don't collect your money, let's say that $10,000 is OTR practice, and you don't, do not collect a dime, after 120 days, you've lost a half percent per day. In other words, that $10,000 now equals $8,500. So if you have money sitting in your 120-day bucket, you've actually lost a lot more than what's in that 120 days.
0: Why are we so tied to this 30, 60, 90, 120? Is there something mythical or magical about the lunar cycle and paying?
1: Again, with the economy uh, being the way, with uh, housing costs going up, increasing, people just view the doctor's bill as it just doesn't need to be paid.
0: What about cash-only practices, Paul? Do you have any as clients, and do they have to still deal with collection issues?
1: Again, people are going to tell you that they have left their wallet in their car and they're not going to have it. They're going to say, send a bill, and then we find out that the person's gone. They know it might be their last visit. It's fairly easy to move from one doctor practice to another doctors are not great at turning away patients. And what we find out is that these people, if they don't pay that bill, they're going somewhere else to look at another doctor.
0: Can we retrain our society? Is there any way to teach our children to become fiscally responsible and pay their bills at time of service? Is it a societal issue?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely has to do a lot with practices as well again with their financial policies we tell our clients to collect payments at time of service patients are more likely to pay the balance when asked in the office than when they receive a statement that's powerful and again having that clear financial policy in place that the staff can follow and they have to train the staff on how to speak or ask for money and how to escalate and use payment plans as well i mean i actually see a chiropractor and i go a couple days a week, and when I'm done, they ask me what my copay is, and I pay it. <laughs> a lot of people are afraid to ask for money.
0: If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Business of Medicine on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill, your host. Joining me today is Paul Donatio, the District Sales Manager for Green Flag Profit Recovery by Transworld Systems. We're talking about how to retrain our patients to pay on time, and it seems not to be a uh, very easy process to retrain anybody to do anything, especially when they have to reach into their wallet. What about health savings accounts? Are you seeing that having a impact in the doctor's office, or is that just in such a small niche of America?
1: That's becoming more and more popular out there, and we do tell a lot of our clients if, if they can offer that to offer it out there because it will decrease their self-pay balances. I think that will grow in the next few years.
0: And Well, how can I as a physician offer that to my patients? Isn't it the insurance company that they sign up with through their employer?
1: Right, but some groups are now offering um, uh, care credit out there, and that can help people pay down their bills.
0: Paul, one of the deterrents for late payers in other areas of the world or other areas of the economy are late fees and interest. I mean, that makes me want to pay my credit cards on time. Is it a good thing or a bad thing for a doctor to start doing that?
1: It's a double-edged sword where... We tell our providers that if they have a written financial policy in place and that they can add on a collection charge or a financial policy, as long as that is signed by the patient, you can. But at the same time, if it ever went through the court system and if a doctor is telling that the patient owes $550 yet their balance is only $450 and they've added another $100 worth of interest and charges. 99% 99% of the time, the judge is going to reside with the patient saying, pay the $450. We tell our clients to you know shy away from doing that. If they pay it, they pay it. But if they don't, take what is actually the principal of the amount and mark that as a paid and full account.
0: Paul, you talk about having a financial policy in place which I'm sure a lot of offices do, but then it's really the enforcement of that policy. It's kind of like parenting little children. You can threaten them, and then the kids know what they can get away with and what they can't get away with.
1: Correct. It has to be sound. Again, even when a receptionist, just when they are confirming a patient to come in for a practice, for treatment, when they're confirming that appointment, they should let them know if there's an existing balance and instruct the patients to bring in a payment to settle their bill. And that's another a practice that we're telling our clients to start utilizing as well and reminding them of their copay is due at the time of service.
0: What kind of help is out there to help us retrain our patients and our staff? I mean, is there somewhere we can go? Is there a book? Is there somewhere that gives us scripts you know cuz we don't know how to ask for money and so to ask us doctors to retrain our staff we don't have the skill set
1: we find that a lot i'm not sure if you've heard of Judy Capco but she's the founder of Capco and sure. company
0: yeah she's been a guest on the show
1: great and she's a big voice of transworld systems for helping medical practice but she does have a book called secrets of the best run practices mm-hmm. i've read the book and there is a lot of great tools in there as well
0: so get the book and use some of the scripts or whatever's in there to kind of retrain our staff all right, Paul, tell me what is unique about your company, and if I'm a physician, why I should pick you over every other collection agency that sends me an email every day.
1: Transworld Systems has been around for 37 years, and what we've done is we've marketed ourselves as an early out, almost like a delinquent account billing company. Most companies, whether you're a doctor or a dentist, are afraid to turn over someone to collections. First of all, they're afraid of the tactics and their reputation, and at the same time, they've worked that account in-house maybe 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 months, and they picture themselves, if I can send it over to a collection agency and collect maybe 30 or 40%, it's better than nothing, but typically the result's just out there. With our approach being very diplomatic, people are able to use our services a little bit sooner in the process as opposed to waiting for that account to age at 6 months. The average time frame we see a client is approximately 60 to 90 days. Some practices use this at 120. But again, the sooner we get on that account, the higher the recoveries will be. The nice thing about our program is when a client turns over someone to collections, that payment goes directly back to the practice. So there is still an open relationship with that particular patient. And at the same time, when someone does pay that bill, we will even send out a thank you letter to that particular patient, letting them know that the door is open, continued seeing the doctor for treatment.
0: You mentioned that you're more diplomatic than a normal collection agency. So what does that mean? Translate that for me.
1: Most of debts that are paid by a collection agency are paid as a result of written letters. We send out a series of five written demands every 10 or 14 days directing that money to come back. It's the wording of how we're asking for the money. It's actually, there's an option for when someone turns someone to collections, they can use a courtesy notice, they can turn it up a little bit more and send an intensive one, and we also have our first notice could be a, one for a bad checks so or non-sufficient funds. But most of our medical practices, they love the courtesy notice, and we identify ourselves as a collection agency, letting them know that the bill is overdue. It could be an oversight on their behalf, but please make arrangements with The credit are listed below.
0: Let's say you cannot collect. What do you do to to these accounts when you can't get any money after 90 days? Do you bring in an attorney or you just write it off as bad debt?
1: Sure. We actually offer our phase two. The demand series that we send out for Transworld Systems is, again, five demands. And then we have the option if a patient has not paid, we give the provider the option to use our phase two services, which is credit management services, and now we function more as a collection agency. There's a percent involved if we do collect. On phase one, it's a flat rate. Average cost is about $10 per account. And once it goes to phase two, we do function more as a contingency agency. But we've identified patients who've ignored the practice for 60 or 90 days. They've ignored us as a collection agency for 90 days. And at that point, by the time it goes to credit management services, We've notified the patients who have said, Hey, doctor, come and get me. I'm not paying anybody, so you've got to turn it up to see if I can pay. And that's where our attorneys do hang out in our Phase two services as well.
0: Well, on that lovely note, I'd like to thank our guest, Paul Donatio, for joining us today. Thank you very much. Paul is the District Sales Manager for Green Flag Profit Recovery by Trans World Systems. And Paul's job is to help us as doctors actually get paid for what we do, and perhaps be able to give raises to our staff because we need those copays to run our offices. You've been listening to the Business of Medicine on ReachMD. Please send your emails to reachmd.com. Let me know how I'm doing. Let the channel know how they're doing. And if there's something you'd like to hear or want to hear, we want to hear it. Thanks for listening.